Did your parties get turned? Oh, they were lit. <laughs> they were fire. On fire! Fire! All right. Well, let's just, just jump right in. Both feet. Hey, guys. The next podcast that we're about to record is presented by Adventures Out There Travel. Adventures Out There Travel can help you find discounts. And then I heard they also provide concierge-level service to help you find the best possible deals and best vacation of all time. You can call Becca. That's uh, B-E-K-K-A at AdventuresOutThereTravel.com because Adventures Out There Travel is the official travel partner of the 3 O'Clock Parade. 3 O'Clock Parade. Believe it, bitch. Come to Loosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. This is Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney here in Orlando. I hear her, I believe I hear her cutting something. Um, it's Rhiannon. What is she cutting? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I can kind of hear the scissors in the background. Maybe those are invitations to the wedding. Oh, maybe. She's cutting her phone line, apparently. She's ripping them up. But we're probably going to hear from Rhiannon at some point. She was here when we were getting ready. And then, still in the Bay Area, it's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Yeah, 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 that's me. Dude, are you involved? You're, you're, you're so far away from these fires, it's not even, it's Hello? nowhere near, right? Right, yeah, we're not, like, in the fire zone or anything. But the crazy part is that the power line <laughs> Come through to Hello. Area. Hello. Okay. And then she has this on mute and doesn't realize it. No, I. You just dropped from the call. Oh, weird. She's back. Yeah, we can. Well, we introduced you. We introduced you. So Rhiannon's here. Oh. Hi. Were you cutting something with scissors a moment ago? Uh, no. Oh. oh. Boy. Maybe it was those people next door. Just, it might be. Maybe they were, yeah. My, they're my, having a the, crafting uh... party right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. But seriously, those fires out in California are bad this time. Like, like way, really bad. Oh, they get bad every year. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Santa Ana's kick in around L.A. And, you it feels know, like it, uh, unlike most natural disasters, like, like in the middle of, the, like in the heartland, the natural disasters really attack, like, like the lower middle class, like here in California, it seems like they attack the super wealthy. Oh yeah, we're all about like getting down with the one percent. Wow, and the storms are with it. Yeah, like yeah. here in, in California, you've got like you know politicians, celebrities, captains of industry, all fleeing for their lives. In Kansas, it's like you know not. No. You well, know, those storms can, like, know where to build go. shelters and stuff. It's kind of hard to build a fireproof house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but all those people are super rich. So they can rebuild their house again. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the the only thing that I'm worried about is that it also affects the vineyards. Oh, yeah. And and they all were right. saying that, like, when one of those things catches. Personal. Yeah. They're saying that when one of those things catches that, like. You'll lose an acre of land, like it'll just all ignite at once. So right. like within three minutes, it's an acre, but then within like a few hours, like your whole vineyard's just gone. Oh. And I'm just like, no, I need that cheap wine. Yeah. 
Price Gotta is keep going making up. that cheap wine. Yep. My favorite wine region in San Diego, or just outside San Diego, is probably loving it, though. They're like, oh, now we're going to be more in demand. Right? What was that town called that I went to? Temecula? Temecula, yeah. yeah they had a lot of wine there as well. my next guess. Yeah, there's a lot of good places to get wine out here. Lots of good wine. Mm-hmm. You know where there's not a lot of good wines? Florida. Florida, <laughs> yeah. San Sebastian was pretty good in 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 a San Augustine. Well, they have one good instead of the wine, I'm drinking a white claw. Oh, dude! So speaking of white claw, I had the craziest. Was that a good segue or what? It was a good segue. So yeah, last week was nuts. Like um, like a week and a half ago, I get this uh like direct message. Me and Super Weenie Hut Jr. get this uh, direct message like, hey, shoot us your emails and when can you can you travel the weekend of 25 through 27 of October? We're like, that's next week, dude. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, well, you know, I had to make sure, you know, because you have to make, you have to clear clear the calendar. Um, so yeah. we're thinking, who can we finally who can we get that has the least amount of responsibilities? And uh, we found those people. Yeah, you asked me and. Um... And Forch had a prior engagement, which I... Yeah, how'd that go? Off. Yeah, we blew that off. So definitely yeah. could have made it and uh, kind of regret it. But, yeah. Um, it was so cryptic. They're literally like, "What can you can you travel the 25th through 27th? And we're like, yeah, but but like, but what? Where? What? Why? What's going on? And so we find out after we after we've committed, after we've said we can do this and we've like sent them all our information, they're like, OK, here's the deal. You're coming to Kansas. We're like, oh, OK. Yay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. My bucket list. Yeah. We're still not going to tell you why, but you're going to fly into Kansas City. We're going to put you up on Friday night. Saturday, clear your calendar. We've got stuff planned on Saturday. And then Sunday you can, you know, leave or or whatever. You, you don't have to go home, but you. We're no longer paying for you. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, so we roll up, we land there, hotel, kind of like in a suburb area of Kansas City, nice place, we used to hang out. The next morning, there's a lineup of like five vans. So we hop in the first van, our crew. We took up like of a van, one van. It was it was me, Super Weenie Hut Jr., um, Scott D. Theme Park Beer, Scott or uh, Four Book Steve, um, Bay Lake Spence, and then Red Sox Red Shoes, Kevin from the uh, podcast, and his lovely wife, Mrs. Melanie. I was and, jealous uh, not to get to meet them. Yeah, good folks, and and he, he I, I had met him before, but he, I, I realized this weekend, he's the really, he's a really attractive version of Seth Rogen. Interesting. Just saying. He is. So we get in this van. This is the okay. So now we we still don't know what we're doing, but they give us like a handler. So you know, like a promotions guy that normally would just hand out like you know go go to the mall and hand out white claw or whatever. Well, they stick him in a van with us, and then we have a driver, like a professional driver in this van. So not like you're in a Pluto suit and you get like a cast member who leads you around. Right. Yeah. This guy's just chilling. He's a cool guy. Q. We're 
we're each about three white claws in at this point. And uh, so we we have no idea, still have no idea where we're going. Um, the guy Q kind of knows, but he's not really he's not tipping his hand too much. Other he's like, yeah, I kind of wish they'd like it isn't giving you the full. It's kind of giving you not the full Kansas City experience from like a uh, like a fancy point of view. I'm like that meant nothing to us. <laughs> what does fancy Kansas look like? Yeah. Right. So, um, so we pull up to this little little municipal airport, like this little municipal airport. We're like, okay, this is interesting. First, my first thought is, fuck, skydiving. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Not not doing it. <laughs> I'd push you out of a plane. Yeah, I know you would. I know oh. you would. But I look around and there's at least 40 of like us total or 50. And I'm like, there's no way we're doing You can't. That would take all day to put like 50 people through a. So we go in there and finally. And they basically just in there. There's just a reception. They still haven't told us really what we're doing yet. But there's um, we're, I, we know we're going up in little small planes and helicopters for a ride. And, uh. you know, unlimited white claw. It was great. You know, tons of claw. There was food and stuff. Anyways, we go up and they they had hired this artist to do like a, the crop circle that was a White Claw logo in one of the soybean farms. So we like saw it from above, which was actually really cool. It was like a beautiful day to go up in this plane, and you know they wanted like a viral kind of thing, and uh, so it was pretty cool. And so you got to go on this plane, take pictures of that, and then they had a, a, a kick-ass reception. Like, basically, like, a really cool wedding reception at this farm that they did the soybean thing at. So, it was pretty great. It was pretty great. And then we just so drank a lot more White Claw. What you're saying is that you are in the top 40 White Claw fans of the country? I don't think there's any Maybe question. the world. I think we knew. I think yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, did they explore other countries or just... I did learn though. I got to meet like a like a pretty big TikTok guy, and so he taught me TikTok. Oh, a little bit. Yay. Not quite yet. I mean, I'm still pretty bad at it, but I thought like you got to meet a lot more like uh like you know viral video kind of people. Yeah, that's, that's did cool. they teach you how to Snapchat? No, no. Okay. Good. That's, Thank God. That's like Snap and Facebook. Like that's that's going the way of Facebook now. It's TikTok that's the cool thing. TikTok's the shit, man. Which I don't yeah. understand because isn't that just like a longer it, version of Vine and that already right. Us? Well, that's what I wanted to ask. Like, I was gonna say, like, did you ask him, like, hey, why do you love TikTok and why didn't you love Vine? I don't. Yeah, good point. I honestly, like, we did. I was pretty hammered when I had my little session with him. Does that sound weird? Session with him? Um, yeah, sounds yeah, yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. About what you'd expect at a White Claw weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually, actually, you know, sounds good, man. That was pretty great. So, fast, so then, you know, we went up, you know, then we went out just like on our own and just, you know, did a normal, normal ridiculousness. And then um, we had brunch and boy, Kevin Red Sox Red Shoes and Miss Melanie live in a beautiful part of like, it's like a beautiful neighborhood. It's like, it's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's, it's working out pretty well for Kevin and Melanie. <laughs> okay, good enough. <laughs> Working out pretty good for those guys. I mean, he is the good-looking Seth Rogen, so. So that they're attractive and live in a great neighborhood. I mean, they have it all. Living the dream. Their their neighborhood looks like oh. definitely a Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movie would be filmed there. Nice. Okay, I just got attacked by cash. So. 
So anyway, Night Club weekend happened. It was pretty crazy. Um, uh, pretty. It was just un- unexpected. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it was neat. Good time to hang out with folks, and it was good. They're like, bring the Orlando crew, and we're like, that's. I don't know if you know how difficult this is going to be. Bring the Orlando crew. I think from like mine, it appears as if everyone kind of lives in a commune, and you just. <laughs> I know, right? You could just like all get in a van and drive there. Because nobody does anything, nobody works, nobody has jobs, nobody has responsibilities. I mean, I, I believe that. Exactly. So that was pretty neat. But um, let's see. Dude, did you see it? Moving on, back to Disney related stuff. Oh. Um, the story of the Buzzy thing. Yeah. Just gets crazier. The NBA star that bought the jacket? Right. Like, <laughs> NBA star Robin Lopez was the person who bought the jacket. <laughs> He's a huge Disney fan, apparently. I don't know. People were like, yeah, he he posts about Disney all the time. I'm like, I, this is my – I mean, I'm not a big NBA fan. I, I did not – I'd never heard of him. But, like, he's like a legit NBA player, um, and he's the one who bought some of the some of the merchandise, and – they remember seeing the headphones in this guy's trunk and he bought the jacket. They're saying the full outfit would be worth about $7,000. And animatronic itself is valued at $400,000 and has been confirmed missing now. Hmm. The story we talked about last week with him getting tackled is just, just continues on. And then, did you see this, Skipper Grinchy? On top of all that, today I get a, a sponsored post from Disney Springs. So you got – I'm listening. Yeah, I got a sponsored on. post from Disney Springs that says, appearing this Thursday at Disney Springs, NBA player Robin Lopez at the NBA. <laughs> Perfect. Is he going to wear the jacket? That's what we're all doing. Like, I, I post about this. I go, please tell me this is real. Like, this is amazing. And somebody said that this was planned already. Like, this was already planned for weeks. Hmm. This guy coming to Disney or NBA Experience, and it just happens to come out, the news story, that he bought it the same week? I mean, Hello? I don't blame him. Is this a... Is this a hoax? So I'm wondering, is this like the NBA experience being like, hey, guys, we got to like. Uh, yeah, they just wanted the extra. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, maybe all the help I can get. So. Yeah, I'm hearing not great things. <laughs> I heard not great things before it opened. Oh, I mean, everyone assumed it was. But I'm like, but you know what? In all seriousness, my, my thought was. Well, these guys are professionals. They know what they're doing. They clearly know something I don't know. Like, I mean, yes, I assume they do. Some uh, kind of thirst for the NBA that I don't have that thousands of other people that come to Disney must have. Because they wouldn't build the NBA experience not having any evidence that it was wanted. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's go with that. 
Meanwhile, apparently, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I'm thinking, how great would it be if this guy, if he doesn't roll in in Buzzy's jacket and those headphones and start draining three-point shots throughout NBA That'd experience? That'd be awesome. <laughs> three-point-ounce shots? What? It's a basketball reference, Rhiannon. Oh. Not three-ounce shots. Three-point shots. Three-ounce shots is actually the size of beer at uh, Food & Wine. <laughs> it's the beer sizes at Food & Wine. Now I see pictures of Buzzy, and it just makes me sad that that attraction doesn't exist anymore. It makes me sad that there's a naked animatronic fat kid walking around somewhere. <laughs> what if he What if he found, like, you watched Westworld, right? What yeah. if Buzzy finished the maze? Gain consciousness mm. and is now, yeah, like like you said, working the... Voluntarily living with this NBA character? Just what conveniently he... threw off his jacket. Mm-hmm. I finished the maze! Woo! He's like, I've worn this shit for 30 years. You're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a spirit jacket. Mm-hmm. Mm. So how long before Disney just starts like actually selling buzzy jackets in stores? Oh, that'd be so cool. What if they debuted it at the NBA experience on Thursday? That'd be great. It really would. I mean, it would we would truly be living in the craziest timeline. Well, you know, they did the Rescue Rangers shirt. Yeah. So didn't uh well one of them wore leather jackets. As a matter of fact, Monterey Jack wore who was the, the bigger rat guy he wore a jacket very similar to buzzy oh you're the bigger rat guy well he just was he was this big guy but uh you know so they could even like cross promote it like you could just have a different patch you know if you buy it at epcot then sure it's a buzzy but if you got it at the magic kingdom it'd be monterey jack yeah i mean i'll buy that leather jacket i mean is anything I feel like the thing with Disney right now is it seemed like like even when I when I worked there and I kind of watched them try to get things done and and just watching Disney over the last 30 some years or whatever it feels like every decision seems to take a painstakingly long amount of time to make any changes oh, yeah. and now it just feels like just feels like everything it's like the wild west out there they can do anything they want <laughs> be like we're going to start selling porn at the gift shop sweet yes. do it well, I think before everything had to go through like Imagineering and, yeah. you know, I know that when I worked there, like we would have conversations about the off property collateral. So those are the things that would hold the uh, right. like, doc, you know, the pamphlets and guide maps and shit like that. And uh, there would be times that like, you know, somebody would have like scraped the paint off of it. And we'd be like, well, we need to bring this in because it looks terrible, or we need somebody to paint it. And they would just be like, well, we can't do that without permission. And then, you know, by the time they finally said it, like the thing was falling apart. And then they would be like, well, why did you leave it out here this long? Right. How dare you? Yeah. No, it's true. Yeah. No, it really is. And it's like, but it does not seem that way anymore. Like, it's just like, everything's just, sure, try it. Just throw it at the wall. (laughs) Let's go. It's because they were focused on Disney Plus, man. That was it. That and Star Wars. They were just like, okay, everybody creative, 
These are your two things to look at right now. Yeah. And now we're done. Everyone's, yeah. I noticed today, designated Disney dad brought it up. But same thing last night, Mrs. D and D and I started wondering, and we, we pulled it up like, you know, we're two weeks away from the start of Disney Plus, and we have no confirmation of like a login, no app. We've got like, is this really happening or? Hmm. Like we tried to find the app on our uh, on our uh, streaming. Oh no, there, there aren't apps yet. Man, not <laughs> so like, even the Disney it, Plus website or, almost says yeah. nothing except for like, do you want to subscribe? This is how much it is per month, or this is how much it is for a year. Sign up now. I feel like Bob Iger pulled the, like, you know, John F. Kennedy saying, we will reach the moon by. <laughs> and, and then, yeah, he did it for this, and everyone's like, there's no fucking way we're going <laughs> to. There's no way we're going to have this ready. It's just going to be a thing. He just picked a date. Like, we want to do it, you know, second week of November, 2019. Oh, thank you. I wanted to for my birthday, so it was okay. Mm. Well, happy birthday. You get nothing. Aww. You get an email confirmation that you purchased Disney+. Plus. I have that confirmation. Hmm, good. Yeah. Um, did you know they have a boozy caramel flight now in the Germany pavilion? I do. I need to try that. I like, I like caramel, and I like booze, so... All right. How the hell is it only six forty nine? I feel like it should be at least thirteen dollars. Because yeah. it's just well, tell six me more, though. different Werthers dipped in rum. Still. Oh. Still, it seems very it seems <laughs> just seems like that's low. I think I heard no, <laughs> yes, he did. That was cash. Because the other day somebody was uh I was talking to online, he was um posting pictures from Vianopoli, and he was he had a picture of sangria and he was from another you know he travels every couple years and he's literally like four years ago this picture was like nineteen dollars now it's thirty five <laughs> like it's like you know it, it it's not like it's crept up the you know it's like it has gone into overdrive um so yeah did you see um the stupid Disney food blog just recently posted that all of these specialty cocktails at Mardi Gras and Muddy Rivers are now up to 18 or $19 at a were fucking pool bar. They were twelve ninety nine. Like, just, at you know. Pool bar. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is crazy. I'll tell you what they're well, not. I, I also, fucking around. They're not. Well, I think that they're just like, we obviously can't not sell alcohol. We want to sell alcohol. But I don't think they want people getting drunk. So they're like, how do we continue selling alcohol and not let people get drunk? And they were just like, just charge more. They'll buy less, you know. And then they thought, how can we get people to drink more from their bags and their trunks? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, for sure. All right. Do you want do you want outrage of the week A or outrage of the week B? Both, please. B. Oh, e, you want good. B first? All right. Outrage of the week B. We'll go with the fact that speaking of prices, the I mean, the outrage about the um, fuel rod swapping oh, yeah. Yeah. is that it was free and now it'll cost you three dollars to swap out your rod. Yeah. <laughs> Someone is already threatening a class action lawsuit. That's what I was waiting for. Oh, my like, God. 
the thing costs 30 bucks, and it's not even a very good charger, so let's just calm down. No, it's not. It is the most convenient way to go from 28 to 35%, though, in an hour. For sure. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, um, yeah. So that's Outrage of the Week B. Outrage of the Week A happened over the weekend, and I want to know kind of your thoughts on this, Skipper DeGucci and Rhiannon. Um, no. Designated Disney Dad did an SR boner about it. Um, Shmoofy, friend of Diz Twitter, posted yep. a picture over the weekend of three jungle, either either oh, jungle servers yeah. or, you know, servers. Skipper Canteen. Right. Yeah, Skipper Canteen. Either way, um, three Adventureland cast members strolling through what appeared uh, Frontierland in mm. where, where very colorful backpacks. And his post was that, boy, I wish there was like a way, like they could maybe dig some tunnels or something to get people <laughs> from one themed land to another without um, having backpacks and conflicting costumes. And holy, I mean, talk about lighting off a shitstorm. I was trying people to people thinking how dare they or people thinking how to live their lives. Oh, I mean of course you're gonna have both. You're gonna have people saying, Yeah, this is yeah. the worst thing you've seen and then you have people saying, How dare you take a picture of people who are just trying to go to work and try to shame them. So before we continue, I'm gonna just read Designated Disney Dad's message, which is this really does seem to address a bigger issue. Has Disney's impeccable attention to detail been waning over the past several years? And if so, has the loss of some of that attention to detail tarnished some of Disney's magic? Do you think there's anything to that or no? Yes. I think the day that they went to cast Zooming. Yes. It was like, that was their first step at like, just like, you know what? We don't really care about this part. Yep. Well, I think I think it comes from several different angles. When if you're talking about cast members, just the cast portion, you're right. The cast zooming, where you can pick up your costumes for all week and take them home, versus you used to have to show up in street clothes, and then they would give you yeah, they'd give you time to change and walk. But they realized in from labor issues, they had to then they they had to pay you for that. Right. If you had to have yeah, so they realized that's costing us you know, millions of dollars compounded that 15 minutes at the beginning and end of every shift times 70,000 cast members times every day. I think what I think, if this is true, where this has come from are the stretching of the hours and the harder to get like it because of like housing prices and working at Disney is becoming a bigger pain in the ass. You know, you got to live like 30 miles away, cram 15 people in a room, transportation's more challenging. Um, and because they've switched so many people to part-time, you now need twice as many cast members as you used to need because they eliminated so many full-time jobs for part-time jobs. So for every one job, now you have two people doing it. So the numbers game just expands so much. And then there's so much cross you because you extend the Magic Kingdom till one in the morning every day. Um, I think I think all those things together play a role. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how did you feel about the posting, though? I think... I do think there is a bit of... And I've noticed it because I go near property a lot to like gas stations and and uh you know I'm, that's where i get my gas and my white claw on the way into <laughs> Disney. and there's a bit of you can tell there's a bit of like especially among the college program and like younger cast members like a a flaunting of the cast costume and the id and the name tag and like I think that might play a role that like they kind of like walking through the parks in their in their in their costumes, like it's like a pride thing. Um, yeah. So, oh yeah. So I think there might be actually a little bit to that that I don't know these particular three people, but I have seen and experienced folks just kind of strutting through the parks in their stuff because you just tell they're they're proud of it and they're excited to like kind of show it off. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I definitely think that the idea like, yeah, you do have tunnels, you should use them. But I also think like, I don't think he was trying to get anybody in trouble. And that's no. what I think a lot of people were saying. They were like, oh, you know, why is this guy taking pictures of cast members in backpacks trying to get them in trouble? Right. I don't think he was. I think it was more of a like editorial, like, hey, Disney, get your shit together. You know, yeah, like it takes away from the magic when you let people do this. Not like, yeah. hey, these three are the ones that are like responsible and and i i do think for i don't know i do think the cast or the college program culture lends to that because it's it's kind of sold as like a you know like come on down and let's celebrate you being here you know good time and not that that's necessarily a negative but i think that does lend to it you have to kind of take that into account Meanwhile, this kind of thing doesn't bother me. The only thing that I really do, I, I, I really don't like it, um, and I've, I've experienced it a lot, and this goes to all cast members, not young, not old, everybody. You're standing there picking out pins or whatever, and you hear them, like, arguing over, like, who's getting bumped next, like, or, like, who's taking break next, like, you know, stuff like that. Which, yeah, I don't like it when they bring that stuff to the real world. Right. Like, no, like when you're like, I'm sorry. And that goes for any job. Like when you're out here, like, I don't want to hear you bitching about <laughs> oh, like no. getting bumped. I just don't. And it was one yeah. of the reasons I hated when I was using, I got tables in Wonderland because I hated using my cast ID. Because what I found was the second you like use a cast member ID at a restaurant, it's like, it's giving them like the okay to just start unloading into real world stuff <laughs> yeah like you know you get it like but i'm like yeah but i i'm here on i just want to hang i want to be a guest today you know i'm not i'm not here to work anyway. yeah i would i would i would wait until the last possible minute i would never show my cast id until it was like time to pay and then i would be like do you guys do do we do this at this like i'd play stupid do we do this at this restaurant show it to us at the beginning yeah, no, after that. If you do it at the beginning, yeah, if you do it at the beginning, it's the worst because they know, like, you have to pay gratuity when you use your discount. So they know they're going to get their tip no no matter what. And I feel like at that point, it's just over. 
you know. So I would never. I would always wait till the last possible. They'd bring out the check sometime, and I'd be like, "Oh, you know what? I forgot." Oh, sorry. Can you just? <laughs> we're gonna hang out anyway, so if you'll just manage your over, that's cool. We're good. And I guess, but before we move on, I would like to sort of clarify with this though, because like, here's what I think. Just back to Disney, Disney Dad's question: Does Disney are they getting away from the attention to detail? And here's what I think: Watching what's happening, when it comes to like them building things, absolutely not. Like they're physical, like the hotels. Those type of things are absolutely still fantastically detailed, everything. Where I think they're struggling, and this is where I don't really want to pin this on the actual, like kind of what you said with Shmoofy, like I'm not pinning this on the actual cast members themselves. Like they're put in this position. I think Disney has kind of created through their own staffing issues a an environment where it is challenging to staff for these managers. It's challenging to get enough bodies, so there's a lot of cross you and and they're they're put in a lot of pressure, high pressure positions. So I definitely aren't ever blaming the cast members that are standing there. I think they are put in pretty tough spots. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, well, I, well, I do blame the corporation overall for not trying to have more full time positions and pay their workers more. Right. Um, that part sucks. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. But I think that's just business. Like everybody does that, which is the worst. Yeah. But uh, and 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 Drunky, you've brought this up multiple times previously. Is you know, like you said, they're at seventy on their way to a hundred thousand yeah. employees, and there's only so many people in Central Florida, and yeah. they're not the only ones growing. Universal is adding an extra park. You know, there's like like everywhere is trying to get the best people, and you know, if you're just trying to pay a competitive wage, you're not going to get the best. You're going to get you know, whoever wasn't hired someplace else. Yeah. And so. I say this all the time, like, because um, Mrs. D&D talk about this a lot, um, hiring. Like, let's say I'm a server at a restaurant. If I'm going to work at the Grand Floridian, that's, that's what I said. Let's say I'm going to work at Yak and Yeti. Ooh. To get to Yak and Yeti to start my shift is a freaking pain in the ass. Yes. When... And let's be serious. There's a rainforest, you know, there's a cheesecake factory at the mall right here. Probably make just about the same amount of money. Well, actually, so we can we can make it even better because if you're talking about Mall of Millennia. Yeah. McCormick and Schmidt is owned by the same company that owns Yak and Yeti and the Rainforest Cafe. So you can literally work for the same company. Right. And not have to go to all that shit. That's part of Morton's is also part of it. They built there? Okay. Yeah. So if I work there, I drive in my car, I park in the parking lot, and I walk in. To go to Yak and Yeti, I drive to Animal Kingdom, park way far away, walk in like six miles, go through security, you know, it just, it's a lot more challenging and you have to get there a lot earlier. I mean, the same can be said for working at an airport bar as well. Yeah, but it would. The, I think the idea is that you do make more. And, and I don't know this for certain, so please, if anyone's listening who happens to know, I would think the turnover is more at an amusement park or airport than it would be at the Cheesecake Factory at a mall. So, yeah. Well, I think, I think I when people go to the airport, though, they're not expecting, like, Disney-quality service and attention to detail. You know, they're yeah. hoping to get a big, giant drink and know that they're going to pay Disney prices. 
Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. So I don't know. And I don't know the answer to a lot of these, but I know that it is one of the stressors for Disney in general. Because I'm just going to go with what – and I may have mentioned this before, but Animal Kingdom, when it was open from 9 to 5 every day, almost every person that worked there was a full-time employee because it was literally seven days a week. They, that's how it was easy to like do that. It was a, or like or regular part time, you know, like right. a very steady cast. Compare that to the Magic Kingdom that is open from hell most mornings six a.m. for some kind of early Magic crap till two in the morning because of some kind of after hours thing. Could you staff? We we'll talk about a staffing nightmare. And and an Animal Kingdom switched into a nighttime park. Again, it's still good people. It's just the the stress uh, on the system starts to show, in my opinion. Yeah. So, anyway, that's my long-winded answer to designated Disney Dad's issue. Um, that was you, good though. That yeah. was a good uh, topic, I think. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see what else we got going on. That was good. I think it's like yeah. a real pressing issue. Yeah, I feel like we talked oh about something important. Can I tell you something that no, I feel – So I'm about something more important. So I'm looking through the website, WDW News Today, and they have a thing about Fort Wilderness construction. I'm like, oh, well, I'm interested in that. And I look, and they took a picture of this sign that's up in front of – and they show a picture, which I, maybe this is old news and I missed it, but there's literally a drawing of the new Tricircle D Ranch – like they're they're rebuilding it, and it has a little snippet about Hoop-de-doo Review talking about how great it's always been and will continue to be for the years to come. So yes, like they're flat out saying Goodness. we're we're keeping Hoop-de-doo. Yeah, they gotta. Yeah. I know. I I was pretty scared when there were rumors of it not sticking around. Right. And they, you know, it's basically a sign talking about the future of that area, the Tricircle D Ranch. And it looks beautiful. I mean, it looks awesome. And it talks about the beach is coming back. Like, you know, in the meantime, they are going to, you know, tear everything up for this new hotel. But it sounds like, and this is what I kind of went to before. Like, I think the attention to detail, I have full faith that this new Tricircle D Ranch is going to be awesome. Um, everything they build right now is awesome. Everything. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm super happy about uh, all the cool new stuff. I I mean, I haven't experienced all of it, but it looks good. I'm in. Minus Meisner's Rhiannon. Oh. Okay. Will you just for the just for the sake of the podcast, Rhiannon, or maybe we'll all, maybe this is where I'll try mm-hmm. to meet you this weekend. We need to go in. Oh wait, what? Huh. Do a I, I want I want to do a, a regular just go in sit down order one of the nice fancy drinks and see what happens see if it's a good experience i want to do that are you paying i'll pay for me <laughs> let's see fine i will give it a try i don't know, you know i mean it's either that or we can go to mardi gras for the same fucking price seriously so we'll see what happens I don't know if that's exactly how we're going to – I mean, we're going to definitely come see at some point. At some point, we need to make this happen. Okay, so this is the first – I haven't – again, this is another thing that I kind of heard about, but now I'm finally seeing more of it. Have you looked into this puppet menagerie thing for Animal Kingdom Christmas? 
I just saw that for the first time today, and honestly, I skimmed through it. I didn't really read the details, so please illuminate us. There's these, like, awesome, I'd say human-esque sized puppets, as far as they're, they're, they're almost like life-size for these animals, for they're not larger than life-size, like it appears to be regular life-size, and they're going to do, like, they're going to have performers, like, taking these Christmas, I don't know, is it going to be like a parade? That's what I don't know. Maybe it will be like a almost like a parade. Or maybe they'll did just they, interact with you. Did they take the puppeteers from the Magic Kingdom, Liberty <laughs> Square, and were like, "Hey, you're not going to really no, do what you were doing you don't anymore." Need jobs for the holiday seasons to buy your children Christmas presents. Dude, I guess it, I think it might just happen almost like my guess is it's going to be almost like you're going to stand in the Discovery Island and it all kind of happen there in the hub area maybe. Anyways, it sounds fun. Yeah, I saw a picture of one of them that looked cool. Yeah. Just, I didn't see that coming. I mean, I remember that someone mentioned it, but I didn't, you know, I didn't know anything about it. And that, that's pretty neat that Animal Kingdoms are going to come. And there's going to be Pandora Christmas decorations this year, supposedly. Oh. What do they celebrate on Pandora? Well, Christmas. The people, the expats that stuck oh, around. Oh, the humans. Okay, yeah, I guess that makes sense. So once again, the Jews being denied any coverage. I'm gonna hold off on anything for that. There'll probably be a menorah I, somewhere. There's always one little tiny menorah in the corner just so they yeah. can see. I wasn't trying to be controversial. I have heard on good authority from friends of mine who are Jewish that they are a little bit sad that they're not more represented. Yeah. Yeah, I don't blame him. I know. I did t- who was I talking to today? Somebody and I was saying what I really wanted them to do. Because I really enjoy Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, the new, the way it is now, where I don't know if you've been at Christmas time. Uh, oh, skip, yeah, since I have. did it. But they moved the Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam to just a loop, kind of like they do on the front of the Tree of Life, where there's every every two minutes, there's another like little song play over and oh. over on a loop. And it's great. But I'm like, there's really only a few songs. So it, it, it gets repetitive quick. So I would love to keep it the way, exactly the way it is and just add maybe two to four more songs. That's what I'd like. That sounds good. Oh. And everybody yeah. would love that. Yeah. Also. Speaking of things that uh, people love, and I haven't done in a really long time, uh, we've got some new... Oh, shit. And that. Kate has yeah. roads. Yeah. I driver from the White Claw weekend is out there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I was going to say, we've got some reviews. We haven't read reviews in, o- in over a year. Oh, and, I uh, to post some of the negatives, though. No, 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 they're good. Oh! The last review that we got and read was a one star. And they were ups- and that, that's what I was going to say. I was going to start with the last review, where he says, here's another one of these shows that says it's explicit, in quotes. Oh, right. Remember this guy? He says, but then they throw out phrases like, full of poop. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that phrase in my entire life. That's my so I'm pretty sure that was me. Talking about me. I'm pretty sure that was me. I mean, but, that's it's so. I mean, that is so great. Yeah, that's that's uh, Figment underscore forever. Uh, that was a little over a year ago. I'm sorry, but I would think Figment. It is not. He does not have a potty mouth. Like, right? I don't know. Um, but then we have. Let's see here. After Figment, we had one that says uh, Phantom Family said, without a doubt, 
the best and best is in capital podcast going fun and informative for new park goers and veterans of the parks. Well worth the time. Give it a listen. Aww. That's yeah, really nice. That's exactly what we're going for. Uh, Daddy Does Disney. One of my favorite, or one of the few listenable Disney-related podcasts besides my own, <laughs> which, which you've listened to, are when you've just listened to the e-ticket report and need something to rinse your ears of that nonsense, this is the way to go. Kongaloosh! <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. That G-Bone from a year ago also says, by far my favorite Disney podcast. They talk about Disney the way that I like to talk about Disney. Also, go buy Drinking at Disney on Amazon. You won't be disappointed. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah, right? I figured you guys would like that guy. I like uh, these. exactly what we're going for. Like, this is exactly yeah. it. Uh, on uh, November the 29th of 2018, we had one from Mall Will that just said, that was a great hour. Yeah. <laughs> don't you wish we you don't. Tell what he was talking about? Which yeah, one? right? Which one episode? Um, or did he just listen to Lapu Life for an hour? Oh, maybe. <laughs> uh, January 28th of 2019, WDWR said, love the show. It's funny with a little Disney news dropped in now and then. Yeah. And then our most recent was on May the 21st of 2019 by Tim Barry One. Glad I found this podcast, Adult Point of View, and the only Disney theme park podcast that I know that lets the language fly off the cuff a little bit. Yeah. So a little. You know, he's okay. He's okay when we say poop. If you enjoy Sounds a few like adult beverages. More than... Oh yeah. If you enjoy a few adult beverages and Disney theme parks, this podcast is for you. So yeah, it's pretty good. We got, you know. Out of out of seventy six ratings, we have a four out of five stars. So I'll take it. I mean, it's like in your real life. There's no reason to curse just to curse. Right. You do it when it when you nearly need it for an emphaticism. Yeah. It's like if every other word is like fuck that, then when you actually do say it and mean it, it doesn't really have any yeah. you know, strength behind it. Exactly. But sometimes you got to say like, yeah, it was a bag of poop because that's or, funny. Or you, you, there hasn't been any reason for you to say it in a while, but your your famous line it's fucking That's bullshit. bullshit. That's some fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, well, because I haven't really. Well, and we'll see what happens when the app doesn't actually make it on for Disney. You know, when Disney Plus doesn't start on time, that's when we'll like we'll have to drop oh some F bombs. I'm picturing, I'm picturing Skipper Richie like clearing the evening. You know, like he's just. Uh, oh, I got goes, it. No, because you, what you do is you stop. You get like some burritos or whatever you're gonna get. Like some really get some food that you love. You're gonna set it up. You're like, this is gonna be great. You got your you got your popcorn, your drinks, you got it all set up. Like I'm in for a good evening of Disney Plus. And then it's just that's like the plan. We're sorry. <laughs> My plan is like out of work by four o'clock, home at four thirty, and like it's time. Oh my god. What yeah. if <laughs> I'm just picturing that same night, you go in and like you can find it, you find it, and you push it, it goes, Please wait while we load your channel. Oh and my like, god! <laughs> the loading bar goes from the entire stretch. Yeah, just the and, progress bar just. And it never moves, just like so slow. Well, and that's what worries me. Like, um, and this is the thing. Like, so when you run something like this, you always do a little bit of like 
QA testing in advance, right? But you can't always do it like on the public side. So who's t- who's stressing the servers right now? Like, are, do they just have, you know, 500, oh, like... You think that Disney QAs anything of those? Oh, I know that they do for travel company. <laughs> but... I feel like my Disney experience... <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's something completely different. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So hopefully it's not the same team, right? Or maybe that's how come, you know, MDE has been so bad. Because they were like, hey, Mr. Iger... I don't know if you've tried using this app, and he's like, Disney Plus, just focus on Disney. So people can't book reservations. It doesn't matter. Just do this. Get it ready. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just, yeah, so. That's, oh, that would be funny. That would be actually kind of funny. We can, we can do a live. Cross our fingers and toes and hope for the best. Maybe we oh. should just all call each other. And do a countdown and see what actually happens. Like, you know, because it starts at, what is it, November 16th at midnight? So is that midnight Eastern? Is it midnight Pacific? So I feel like at midnight Eastern, we should all be on together. Yeah. And then click on it and be like, son of a bitch. Someone from Disney Plus right now is going to catch wind of this podcast and they're going to listen to you say that and they go, Oh shit! <laughs> we didn't figure that out yet. <laughs> yeah, which one of these is it? What do we do? We probably should have thought of that. <laughs> yeah, because that's one of the things that I love. Like um, on Monday night, well, so on Tuesdays is when like all the that's when all the new movies are released on on uh, on iTunes or really to purchase anywhere, no matter where you buy your movies. Uh, but that also means that on Tuesday at midnight on the East Coast, that's when like the movies go on sale and blah blah blah. So one of the things that I really like about being on the West Coast is I don't have to wait till midnight. Like at nine o'clock, I'm like, yes, I can watch, you know, whatever this is. And uh, so I'm kind of hoping that it's that way. I'm hoping that it kicks in at midnight on the East Coast so that I can just crank it up and watch it, you know, at nine o'clock and go to work the next day already seen Mandalorian. Mm. But uh, if nine o'clock comes around and I'm not watching some Star Wars, oh, it's gonna be some problems. It might I'll be, a pro- yeah, it could be. It's gonna be bad. Yeah, I don't want to have to wait till midnight to watch it. Okay, let me ask. You, speaking of bad, can I can I bring something else up real quick? Yes, please. Okay, the McDonald's by the <laughs> All Star Resort. No. Bad no. place on earth or the worst place on earth? Mm, Ooh. It is the bad place. Okay, it is yeah. bad. It's bad. Uh, They're putting it down for refurbishment, but it's just it's just the worst. I accidentally made the mistake of maybe a year ago, of like everybody we we left the parks and you know the fam was like you know what just grab some some nuggies or something for the kids on the way home. I'm like all right, we'll go to that one. It's because it is right on the way. It's like the a the Thunderdome. B <laughs> takes for friggin' ever. It's like, oh, it's the worst. So I'd like them to just get rid of it. I have not been there since it was the largest Happy Meal. Yeah. It's like after that, like I went during that point and then when and they refurbed it and I have, you know, and that's not why I haven't been back. It's just I haven't had a reason to go. Yeah. But like, I remember the one time I went, I ate inside and I was pretty much one of the only few people in there. Yeah. 
Right, because it's like it's just pandemonium in the morning, and then pandemonium after the parks are starting to let out, and then in the middle it's like nobody goes there. But it opened about the same time as remember when they had one at Downtown Disney? Yeah. And I remember like both of them when they first opened, it were they were both a little more whimsical. And it felt like they were trying to be kind of fun. Like they, they had a special Sunday bar and then they had like a milkshake bar. But then after the first year or so, they were it was never open. Like Yeah, because it, it required like, too many people to like pay attention yeah. to that. Yeah, and exactly. You can't, you can't fling burgers if you're cleaning up shake. Yep. And it just turned into a, just a shithole. Like it just it's bad. So I'm not sad I, to see this. One of the things that I did love about the one in downtown Disney was that they had a whole other restaurant behind it just for cast members. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I used to love to go in there. And then what was weird is for just a couple years in between when McDonald's closed and they just tore everything up for Disney Springs, it, was like, yeah. it wasn't many years. It was just a, a handful of years. Yep. It came this chicken place, and it was actually really good. Yeah, it was like a pollo loco. Yeah, it was, it was like awesome. A grilled chicken. Yeah, that place was great. Yeah, and it only lasted. And they had a bar outside. Yep. Um, it was great, and it, it lasted. I don't know how many years, but it wasn't more than five, which is oh, nothing. No. It was Disney, not on the plans for Disney Springs. No, they did not make it. Not even um, close. No, it was. Oh, it's just. Yeah. Because it became basically Rainforest Cafe or uh, T Rex Cafe is what it became. Oh. That's what went there. Damn that place. Well, I mean, yeah, they, they tore it down and put that there. Anyway, I bet you didn't think we were going to talk about the McDonald's on property today. I thought you were going to bring up the new McDonald's Happy Meals that they're doing. Oh, like that are super cool. Here we are. Like the greatest hits Happy Meal meals? Yeah, man. I'm stoked about those things. That looks pretty cool. One of them is uh, Sorcerer Mickey. That seems pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about it. It's neat. But I think I just want the chicken nuggets and the Grimace, to be honest yeah. with you. I miss the McDonald's characters. Yeah. That was yeah. a ripoff. Um, hey, by the way, Merry Christmas starting November 3rd at the Magic Kingdom. Woo! November 3rd. Yay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm ready. Yeah. We're, 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 we're really finally getting to the last few days of the third grueling month of Halloween here in Orlando. Yeah. I love Halloween, but I don't, I don't deal with it in the same way that you do where, you know, mm. the theme parks have been doing it. Like, I only get this one month, and really it's not even that anymore. I went into uh, a few places, and I'm like, how do you already have Christmas up? It's not even Thanksgiving yet. Um, one of the places I went to Michael's and they've yes. actually take, they've gotten rid of the Halloween stuff. They have like a little uh-huh. square, like clearance. Yeah. It's 70% off, but it's tiny. I was like, well, where's all the rest of the stuff? And they said, oh, we already put that away. This is just the stuff that's not going to make it back. And I was like, son of a Stuff we're not going to use next year. Yeah. Right. Three quarters of that store is already full. Like you walk in there and it's a winter fucking wonderland. I like How's it. How's that? How's that for bag of poop? Oh, I dig it. That guy, what's his name? Um, Figment yeah, Forever. That was for him. That was for you, Figment Forever. Figment Forever is gonna be happy. I know, it is funny you read those. Like I, I always like it when I go to um like I was in um. Rose and Crown, maybe like a month ago, and this nice 
group of uh, guests, these like, you know, maybe mid 20s to early 30s girls were like, hey, are you from the three o'clock parade? Oh, I was like, yes. Cool. Yeah. Like it wasn't like, hey, it was just like it was awesome. I'm like, you guys. She's like, I love your podcast. I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's like, great. yeah. Yeah, like usually it's like, hey, I, re- I read your Twitter, you know, usually. And she's and she's mentioned, I love your podcast. I was like, that is so cool. Yay. Yeah. Of course, Mrs. Uh, D&D is like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> I love it. It's like, That's oh, my God. Like, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> so she good. she friggin' loves it. Um. <laughs> Skipper Richie, will you explain something to me, please? I'll be more than happy to. So, what happened here was they were going to do a new Star Wars trilogy with the people from Game of Thrones, and that was canceled today. This oh, was it? I have not had a chance to read that. Of outrage of the week. This is Rhiannon's. This is like this is triumph of the week, and I don't even give a shit about Star Wars. I'm just happy for people who do. Yeah. That is how selfless I am. And also how much the final season of Game of Thrones angered me. Well, that's what I was going to say. I have a friend that um, is a big fan of Game of Thrones. And she wasn't necessarily crazy about the final episode. No and that, one was crazy about it. Well, and but that's what she said. When she found out that these two were going to be part of the next trilogy... She was like, at, at first she was excited about it, and then the last episode or the final episode came around, and then she was like, nope, like that's not gonna be a thing. So yeah, I guess people are excited. West exit. Um, that's the end of everything I have here from our notes. But I do want to finish up some ass sour boners here. Um, yes. Kylo Craig, uh, speaking of Disney Plus, uh, says it's talking about the world according to Jess, Jeff Goldblum. There's I can't wait for that. Yeah. And he says, I like he says, I love Jeff Goldblum, but I'm not ready for him or anyone to try and step into Anthony Bourdain's shoes. I'll still That's watch. what I'm worried about. I agree with that. Oh. It does kind of like that's that what they're going for. Well, it seems like it's one of those type of you know, he's gonna travel the world and talk to like kind of oddball people. But I think the difference is that Anthony Bourdain, like, he really was, like, it was still really focused on food. Food-centric. Yeah, it was, like, you know, it was the cuisine of the area, and it was the locals that made it that he kind of, like, talked to and got to know. And this is a little bit different, where he's just kind of, like, going to different cultures, and I don't know. I'm excited about it. I don't, I, I, he's in no play taking that spot in my world, but uh, I still think it'll be fun. Can we get the world according to Joe Rody? Oh, man, that'd be great. That would be brilliant. Well, there's going to be a Imagineers show on uh, Disney+. Plus, and I think Joe Rody was actually in the preview for it, like walking people through one of the Imagineer labs. So, you know, we might get some Joe Rody in there Maybe. somewhere. Although, actually, from I've been reading, you know, I read a lot of his uh, social media, and I feel like he's going to do more of a a political commentary show now. <laughs> Which is fine. 90% of his tweets are <laughs> that now. It's really pissing people off, too. I love it. Um, let's see. The West Kinetic uh, has a picture of me 
and uh, the pilot in the little small plane from um, where uh, Kevin Red Sox Red Shoes says, I hope to God <laughs> Drunken Disney isn't flying this plane. And uh, Wes wants to know how many FAA rules were broken this weekend and um, probably several. We thought it'd be funny. It's too bad that um, Skyliner pilot couldn't make it because he could have just sat there and drunkenly criticized all the other pilots. <laughs> you don't even know what you're fucking doing. <laughs> Uh, man, yeah. If you just recorded that, that'd be great. <laughs> I would just follow that around all day. Yeah. Uh, Subscribe. Then, yeah. <laughs> and the final hashtag SR order for tonight is Kylo Greg. Wanting to know what's your hottest Halloween take? Hot take. His is Corpse Bride is better than Nightmare Before Christmas. I could not disagree with him more. <laughs> I just watched Corpse Bride the other day, and I love it, but. It's, I wouldn't even consider it a Halloween movie. It just has the fact that, you know, she happens to be a corpse. Yeah. As to where Nightmare Before Christmas is specifically a Halloween movie. Halloween and Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so what's your hot take then? What do you think? If I had a Halloween hot take, it's probably going to be... It's not going to be movie-related. Is that going to be movie-related? Yeah, I think anything you want. It's that candy corn... Is oh. and will always be the greatest Halloween candy of all time. Hmm. No, thank you. I do love me some candy corn. I wouldn't say it's the greatest because actually I prefer the pumpkin. Oh, uh, see, I was gonna go with that too. Like I would agree with that. I do. Mm. I don't know if I prefer it, but I like a good back and forth with that. You know, like yeah. I like the mix. Just like the sh- the, the like sugar shaped stuff. You there's like the, something like the the pumpkins taste a little bit more. I don't know if it's like honeyish or something. There's mm-hmm. they taste slightly different. I think. When, when you eat candy corn, do you eat the whole thing or do you eat each color individually? Segments. Me too. Me yeah. too. And which story do you start? Yeah. You start on the white or do you start on the yellow? I start on the white. And uh, how? Yeah, I go for the yellow first. How disappointing yeah. is it when the white tip is broken off? Does that ha- no, I see that a lot. Oh no, those are, you, you don't, I don't even. I just throw those away. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't have all three colors. Going See, in the okay. trash. My whole philosophy, pretty much in everything in life, is save the best for last. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I approach Halloween candy, which is how, as a child, I was traumatized because I would always go to find my favorite candy that I'd saved for weeks. And it'd be gone, and my fucking father was like, oh, well, you were eating it, so I thought you didn't like it. And it's like, you bitch, you know that I'll do this every single year because we have the same fight every single year, and he doesn't seem to learn. Mm. So I had to start hiding it. Like a freaking food hoarder, and I think, yeah, I might still have issues this day. No, I can't tell. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, what about Sixlets or M&M's? Do you, I don't know do you have a preference? First What's Sixlets? Yeah. They're like these little, think about it, it's like the same thing as an M&M, except for, it's probably like a lower quality chocolate, if you can imagine. <laughs> and instead of being little discs, they're little round balls. Oh. And I only um, see them at Halloween, and I love them. Does the poor people give it out? Uh, no, I, I, I mean... 
I hope not. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. All I know is that I love six legs. <laughs> I, I, I like M&M's, but again, I will eat them in a color order, saving green for last, because obviously it's the best. Home run. Yeah. That's when I was a kid. The difference with run. Skittles, I like to combine the flavors. So, obviously, you still get rid of the citrus first, but I like to combine the red and the purple. If you ever really want to have yourself a wild time, chew some gum. Chew some gum until the flavor is gone. And then reintroduce flavor using Skittles. Hmm. That's just crazy. Is that is that what it's like growing up in El Paso? I mean, that's what we would do on Friday night. Yeah. Right. By the way, just for just to paint everyone a picture, I'm actually Skipper Dick Ritchie does have his video on now, so I've been watching oh, him drive oh, the yeah. last ten minutes. <laughs> do you? Do I have my video on? Yeah. Oh, yeah there it is. Not bad. Oh, now we're no no. There's the ground. There's the oh, ground. Boop. There we go. It's turned back off. Oh. Oh, it wasn't oh, even ten minutes. I just drove from the bar to Walgreens so that I could buy more alcohol. This. I mean, you're having a great great Tuesday night. Oh, it's Taco Tuesday, man. I went and had some tacos. I had some beers. I'm telling you, my new taco place isn't as good as the other one. But You seem to be okay with it. No, I am, because they do 250 beers and 250 tacos. Someday, when you have a moment to go further into San Francisco, you have to – I'll have to give you my buddy's name. He he has a place called – a place called Taco. It's fancy. T-A-C-K-O. And then he has oh. another place called the Taco Shop at Underdogs, which is more like a sports bar. Are you just bad at spelling? I think it's just trying to make it sound fancier. Like, yeah, no kidding. So I do have to send you down you there. He's a good guy, a good friend of mine from back in high school. And he's, he's, over, maybe, he's over a restaurant for like 13 years in San Francisco. Oh, maybe we should plan a, uh, a recording where I'll go out there on a Tuesday or whatever day we decide to record and see if we can get him on the show. Would be awesome. He um he's the wedding that I went to in San Francisco. Oh, That's awesome. He's your nemesis, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> I have no. Oh, you'd love he's, this. He's not Derek Bergen. No, he's not Derek. <laughs> Hello. Bergen. Hello, Bergen. Uh, is there anything that you guys would like to bring up before we head off? I believe we've 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 exhausted our typical talking points. No, we've Aww. we've had an hour of F words and. Poop bombs. Watch your language. Well, Watch that fucking mouth. I'm goes. pretty fucking excited for my weekend coming up. I'm excited so, for your weekend too. Enchanted Rose? So, no. Um, Wine and Dine race weekend coming up. So. Yes, it's Friday, correct? Your race is Friday? Our race is Friday. We're just doing the 5K. Um, yeah. So. Pretty fond. We uh, had decided to be lazy slobs and not prepare for it, um, which I'm a little disappointed in ourselves because I kind of like to try and beat our, you know, personal times because this is going to be our like fourth time doing the Epcot Loop 5K, so it would have been nice to kind of like compare times. Um, but on the other hand, it's also kind of nice to feel absolutely zero pressure. So we're yeah. kind of going into it being like, fuck it. If we wake up still drunk, it happens, you know? Yeah, and, yeah that sounds um, so good. <laughs> and we also have plans. Uh, we, we don't want to take our time too much because 
we want to try and hit up studios right after we finish the race. And so we're hoping it's still like, you know, before 8 a.m. and we can kind of get in and get on smugglers run in under an hour. Yeah. Ooh, that um, sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, during the so week, it's still pretty good, but on the weekends, it obviously... And then, yeah, just looking forward to a good weekend. I was not able to score a last-minute Priceline deal, so we were staying at a stupid All-Stars, but I did read in the stupid Disney food blog today that uh, there is now self-serve bullet. Oh, all star food court. So, we have already purchased a bottle of coconut rum that we are working yes. on. Yes. So, we are going to be making our own bullet floats back to the hotel room. So, we at least have that to look forward to. We'll say and Saturday is looking like it might be a uh, pool day. So, you know, the weather wise. You got, but you're not going to waste yeah. time in a pool for you guys. Um, Probably not. We actually have a, a friend of ours who lives locally. Uh, is having a party that afternoon. I kind of promised we'd stop by, so unfortunately we have to go off property. Oh my Ooh. god! I know, I know, I know. Slumming. I know, I know. Oh gosh, man, sounds gross. <laughs> so that's good. Rand's gonna have a good weekend. We're still figuring out ours. I'm not sure. We're, we'd like to come swing by at some point and. Well, you know. well, other than Saturday afternoon, we'll be home. Yeah, perfect. Guess what time we were probably planning on coming over, but we'll we'll Saturday work it out. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we're like Saturday afternoon is probably a good time to head to Disney. So, uh, anyway, that sounds that Skipper Gigi's gonna have fun, I'm sure. We're gonna figure something out. You know. And that brings us to the end of today's 3 o'clock parade. Thank you for listening and for commenting on the iTunes comments. Yeah, those are yes. great. More Thank of those. You. Yeah, more more the nice ones, not the mean ones. Yeah, the nice ones are nice. Yeah. The nice ones are nice, but the, but the negative ones are always so funny. Yeah. Because, like, what – if you like, – uh, right. You, you, if It is funny. Like, you, you clearly waited to the end. Yeah. And then commented, at what point did you not just pull the plug and just say, you know what, I'm going to stop? Yeah. I do. I mean, if, if I'm listening to something and it's not interesting me, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to not listen to this anymore. I love it. That sounds mentally healthy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> well. All right, I'm going to go buy beer. All right, buddy. Okay. Talk to you soon. I'm going to go Great. and uh, see if Mark's still conscious. Mark. All right, gang. Catch you next time.